Ah, Matthew, it's it's quiz week. Uh, do you like a quiz? Quizmas. Quizmas. Oh, very good. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Who doesn't love a quiz? Oh, I don't know. People who don't have any general knowledge. They don't like me it. in about what an hour from now when I don't know any of the answers and I get infuriated. Oh, I think last year it was pretty good. Well, I've got a quiz question for you right now. Uh, who? Okay, I'm who, ready. Who should give five star reviews and write reviews? Who do you think? For the for this podcast. Yes, for this podcast. Yes. Right. So that answer would be everybody. <laughs> yep, correct. Well done. Only for good reviews, though. If the bad reviews, nobody. All right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And um, well, I suppose the other question is: um, Are there any delightful social medias attached to this uh, this year podcast that what you're listening to? No, you're not listening to it. They're listening to it. Someone's listening to it. I don't know. Yes, there is a Facebook group an Instagram, and a letterbox, which we say is for the podcast, but it's actually just for you. Correct. All but correct. you can find me on there as well if you well, see Mark. Look, well done. You've won the quiz. Uh, your prize is... Uh, I get to do the next quiz for the rest of the episode. Yes, that's your prize. Your prize is you get to continue to talk to me. And my voice has gone. <clears throat> well, I think that will get on with it. Welcome to Creative Psychopaths, a horror movie podcast and the world's premier kitchen for horror sandwiches. What are horror sandwiches? I hear you shout from a distance because you don't like the way I look. Uh, well, it's a lovely horror movie filling surrounded by two slices of chatty goodness. But not this week, my friends. This week, we're bringing you a festive, festive quiz. Well, actually, it's a horror quiz, not festive at all. Oh, it might be, I don't know, I'm really questioned. Anyway, my name's Mark, and as always, I'm joined by Matthew. Hello. Hello. Merry Xmas. Season's greetings. I love it. Yeah. Are you, have you had any eggnog? Do you even... Only vegetarian, aren't you? Oh, do you eat eggs? I think I could still... Uh, I mean, I, I, no, I'm an awful vegetarian because I don't like eggs. I've never liked eggs. And it really annoys me because I want to like eggs. I'm not sure that makes because you an awful vegetarian. It, yeah, I mean, it's like... I think like beans and nuts are like the only place I can get protein. So it's, yeah. I mean, I really, I should just go vegan. It'd be simpler. But I like cheese too much. So forget it then. Yeah, it's hard work being <laughs> me, making choices that nobody's forcing me to make. <laughs> well, uh, let, let's introduce the quiz master for this week. Joining us again, returning uh, the movie dual podcast host himself. Peter, how are you? Hello. Seasoned, seasoned beatings to you both. Oh, seasoned beatings. <laughs> oh, very good. How are you on the cheese? Do you like cheese? Are you a Christmas cheese guy? I love cheese. I, unfortunately, last night, 
I'd uh, been to the supermarket and I bought a little a little, little circle of Wednesday Dale with cranberries, um, being sort of Christmas time, um, but then made the, the massive error of eating it all before I went to bed and <laughs> felt very poorly this morning. A few nightmares, a few festive nightmares with the cranberries thrown in, I suppose. No, no, I tend not to really have many, many dreams really these days. I'm I'm not much fodder for Freddy Krueger. Um, well, I certainly don't remember them anyway. My my whole life is a living nightmare, so you know I think they give me a break at night. I like the idea well, that you would try and just end up in a, a void. Hello, <laughs> cheesecake. So at least we can offer you some reprieve from mm. your your living nightmare for uh, certainly for this episode. <laughs> or oh, rebreathe. Oh, it's a lovely cheese gag. I like a bit of cheese at Christmas. I have the, uh, I usually get the, I mean, I'm not, don't stray much further than cheddar, but I like the one that's got uh, jalapenos in it. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, the cheese. So I usually get a spicy cheddar at Christmas and pop mm. it on some crackers. Uh, so not very interesting, but true. Um, I've got, I've got some that. fig and brandy Stilton. For Christmas, I'm looking forward to tucking into. Oh, lovely. Good lord. <laughs> I've got a lovely bit of preamble for you this week because I know you're both wrestling fans. Um, more wrestling chat. Yay. Now, so we're making a habit of it, aren't we? Yeah. Should we just pivot yeah. and become a wrestling podcast? Uh, yeah, we could talk about. Did we already talk about the return of CM Punk? I don't remember. I think we vaguely did, didn't we? Have mentioned it? I can't remember. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, he's back. He's signed for Raw now. Yeah. Yeah. I am definitely watching the Rumble this year. Yeah, I really hope he doesn't win it. Um, <laughs> no, I don't think he needs to win it. You know, like... I just Rumble. hope all the wrestlers have a nice time. No, you don't. <laughs> I'm Marge Simpson in this. Anyway, so he um, will be old enough to remember this game, and I'm not... Sure, whether you were Matthew, but in the arcades, there used to be WWF WrestleFest. Yes, and, and it was probably the best wrestling game there's ever been. Still, I still think so now. Mm-hmm. Um, Ooh, do you remember man. that one, Matthew? There was sort of I, I do remember playing it. Yeah. Oh, excellent. Well, I managed to I managed to download it on my computer. Uh, <laughs> so me and my son had great fun playing. Uh, Two players, Saturday night main event. We won the tag team titles together. He was uh from the Mega Books. He was Is it the Mega Books? No, it was the uh Legion of Doom. Oh. Yeah. I thought you always had to beat Andre the Giant and Ted D obviously in that game. Oh no, it's a slightly newer game than that. Oh, all right. Yeah. yeah. So um yeah, we had great we had great fun playing that. I he played as the ultimate warrior and I was made to be Sergeant Slaughter. But that's fine. You know, I've grown past having to hate someone just because they're a bad guy. Uh, <laughs> I don't think those two would ever team up. Remember that time that Slaughter... They're not natural bedfellows, are they? They're not. They're, they're not. Ultimate warrior was a, a whirling force of chaos while Sergeant Slaughter was a disciplined army man. He was. Hmm. And a racky turncoat. Uh, I think it was a Survivor Series or something that Slaughter beat the Warrior for the title, but only because the Macho Man hit him in the head. Was it was it was I believe was it Royal Rumble? 
It might have been. I thought it might have been a Rumble, but I can't remember now. It was Rumble or Survivor Series, yeah, because then that led up to the Hogan Slaughter at seven, WrestleMania 7, didn't it? It did. It did. I can't remember. I'm sure that might have been the one with the gobbledygooker in it. Oh, that must have been an earlier one. Anyway, that forget was, that. Uh, that was Survivor Series 1990. I do know. It was, yeah. yeah. Was, was that the debut of The Taker? It was, yeah. It was. Because oh, he was right. very worried that he was going to be the one coming out of the egg. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, yeah, that's, a, that's our lovely wrestling chat preamble. I really um, hope we've got lots of listeners that have no idea what we're talking about and just have to piece <laughs> that together from from what we've said. I mean, there's there's a an an undertaker who's scared he was becoming out of an egg. Just that alone made complete sense to anyone who knows. But yeah, you're right. Maybe you guys need to do like like a bonus episode on scary wrestling characters. Well, perhaps, perhaps we could. Did we do that actually? Mm -hmm. Uh, I think we've done sort of non horror movie. Characters who would be good in a horror movie. Oh, right. Yes, you're right. So the, the Undertaker and Kane are, are natural for that, aren't they? Yeah. Well, Kane was an horror movie, wasn't he? Uh, so, well, the, the Undertaker was in evil? Suburban Commando, wasn't he? I guess that's. He was in Suburban that. Commando, yeah. Uh, well, uh, anyway, let's get into the actual horror movie podcast because we've, we've chatted about things that people may not understand. Uh, they have to timestamp just wrestling talk. <laughs> no, it's nice to have a bit of wrestle chat. Maybe we'll, yeah. maybe in the future when we can be bothered, we'll we'll make wrestling psychopaths or creative wrestlers, or come up with something wittier than that. Um, I don't know what though. Anyway, uh, so yeah, uh, this week we're going to be uh, doing a couple of lovely slices of bread. So. Uh, in the first slice of bread, we're counting down our top horror movies of twenty of twenty twenty three. We're going to give you five to three, and then we're having a lovely quiz filling that uh, Peter's going to do, and um, and I'm well, me and Matthew are going to try and answer the questions, and hopefully, look like we know something about horror movies because you know if if either of us gets zero, I think we might have to hang up our hat. Uh, <laughs> Hopefully that won't happen. Um, wow. So, yeah, and then in the end, we'll tell you our top two of 2023. So that'll be nice. That'll be fun. Uh, when the quiz comes around, I'll tell you a bit more because there are prizes to be won, baby. Um, turned into a weird radio DJ for some reason. So um, let's get into it then. Let's obviously start with number five. Um Anyone want to go first? All right, I'll, I'll go, go first. Oh. I, uh, this is one that I saw just this weekend, actually. And it, it charmed me, It so it did. Uh, it is a Shudder original uh, called Brooklyn 45. So have any of you seen this? No. No, right. So the basically a quick plot is... Uh, a group of army friends meet in Brooklyn in 1945. Uh, various roles within the US military. And they 
get together because one of the characters has recently lost a wife and he attempts a seance to get her back and then things go, go on. Uh, it feels very, very stage show. Uh, it feels like it could be a, a play. Uh, but I think that the, the time period and look of it, it is very charming. It's it's light on the horror. It's more about interpersonal relationships and how people have dealt with sort of, of the war. Uh, but it never really gets all that heavy. So it's quite a light version of that, which sounds a bit weird when you say it out loud. Uh, but yeah, it's it's it, it's breezy. It goes, you know, through quite nicely. But it does give them a few interesting themes, makes you think a bit. Really nice cast as well. Uh, not a couple of characters are, are the typical what you would expect from this kind of film. Uh, a couple of characters that are a bit different from, from from what we normally see from these types. So I would I would recommend you watch it. Uh, I think I I gave it three stars on Letterboxd, and I've been thinking about it since, and I think I was pretty harsh on it with that. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Brooklyn Forty Five, my number five horror movie of the year. Wow, lovely. I'm just writing that down. <laughs> I'm always I'm gonna try and catch up on everyone's movies that I haven't seen. Um oh, I suppose I'll go next then. Mine's actually a shudder one. One that I watched today. Uh, but I only watched it today because it's only just come out recently. And it's called It's a Wonderful Knife. Ooh. Which uh, as you can imagine is uh, a horror version of It's a Wonderful Life. Um I don't want to go too much into it because it's new. Uh, well, I'm not spoiling anything anyway, really. Uh, so it's essentially, um, a girl kills a serial killer. No, uh, like a slasher killer. Um, and then she gets a load of shit for it and ends up wishing she was never born and then ends up back in the town where she hadn't killed him. Uh, so it was quite interesting. Uh, well, no, it weren't interesting at all, really. Uh, it was, it was, a, it was a good, fun slasher film. But it knew what it was, you know. Like it was delivering you the concept. You know, it was done in a sort of teen horror way. The killer costume was good, but more to the point, Justin Long is in it and just amming the shit out of it. He's really, really great in it, and I've, I've really come round to Justin Long lately. Um, and he seems to be getting a lot more acting gigs as well. So, uh, yeah, he, he, he's just, uh, he just sort of explodes on the screen when he's there. It's really good. Uh, so, yeah, a wonderful knife. Yeah, it sounds like a good twist on the classic. Uh, I'll have to, yeah, I'll have to check that one out. I'm assuming it is pretty Christmassy with it. No. <laughs> no, okay. Not watch it anyway. There are some, <laughs> there are some Christmassy bits in it, um, you know, but, and actually, one of the things I really liked about it is there's a sort of um, an LGBTQ sort of storyline in there, but they don't do anything with it overtly. It just sort of happens naturally, so it's not, you know, which I think is for me is perfect. I'd I'd like to get rid of that tag altogether and just you know have it be unnecessary that we that we have to say oh it's got this in it. 
Uh, but I said it anyway, didn't I? Oh, anyway. <laughs> Go on then, Peter, number five. Okay, so my number five is David Slade's Dark Harvest, um, no. which I think, I don't know if it was a an Amazon original or is an Amazon exclusive, possibly. Um, but obviously David Slade, made Hard Candy, 30 Days of Night, and I believe one of the Twilight films. All right. Not quite so. So good, but this is is a story of a. It's basically like this sort of midwestern town, and uh, every one night of the year, the teenage boys of the town have to stop this sort of mythical creature called Sawtooth Jack, who sort of lives in the the cornfields outside the town. They have to stop him from getting to the uh, the church in the centre of town. It's it's almost like sort of a folk horror e type. The Purge. That's probably the best way to describe it. But it was just just loads and loads of fun. I mean, it didn't get a hell of a lot of love, but I just really enjoyed it. You know, it's 90 minutes. Um, some of the characters are a little bit cookie-cutter, but you know, there's a lot of gore. The plot's fairly tight and maybe a little bit obvious in places, but the effects and the look of the film are just really great and just a really fun way to spend 90 minutes. Yeah, that sounds actually really great, right up my alley. No, I don't know why mm. I haven't seen that. No, I've, I've not heard of it at all. It's, it's no. completely passed me by, though. Yeah. There you go. So, yeah, I'm I'm writing it down as a free. This is why he told us to bring pen and paper. It wasn't for the quiz, was it? It's just so <laughs> I didn't forget these films. That's uh, yeah, the... I mean, it, it makes it a good podcast that we can all have a chat about these films when we've all picked ones that none of us have seen. So that's, yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah. that's off to a good start. <laughs> that's so far my my other ones are probably a little bit more obvious okay well my number four I think is probably going to continue down the same theme as what we were going on before uh, but my number four is one from the very beginning of the year uh, which was really fortunate for me because say I, I was struggling a bit to put together this list uh, and then remembered that this film did come out this year, so I was, I was delighted. And it is Mark Jenkins' Ennis Men. Yeah, uh, so, yeah, Mark Jenkins is uh, uh, is a filmmaker that I just feel makes films kind of because he has to to fund his projects of looking around with cameras and preserving the Cornish language. Uh, and he just makes masterpieces. Uh, so this is his second uh, feature. His first film was called Bait, and that is just a truly, truly brilliant film. Like, I can't say enough good things about it. This one, it doesn't reach that standard. I'm not going to claim it does, but what it does do is leave you with this complete and total sense of unease throughout the whole thing. Uh a lot of the, I mean, it's all all filmed around Cornwall, so a lot of the scenery is just stunning uh, to behold. But because it's filmed on these these grainy old cameras, it it kind of takes that imagery and like it. I don't want to say bastardizes it, but it, it's somewhat close to that, you know, and it 
it takes the imagery of of this beautiful part of the world and it, it's it kind of turns it into like a liminal space because it makes it so that it's familiar but uneasy throughout the whole thing and then it does things where it messes around with time and you, you can never get a footing on to to what's going on where or when and then there's the the nature and folk horror elements come into it from you know that part of the world specifically in that you know the cornish tradition and it's like you're never going to know what's going on <laughs> i couldn't work it out head and the tail of it but it it really hits you in the feelings which i mean it's hard to do as a film for that and I, I I probably need to watch it again, frankly. Yeah, I, I started watching it. Um, but I think, well, exactly what you're saying. I think the fact that I was struggling to really figure out what was going on, I was like, uh, I don't know. I don't really, really know if I want to invest my time, any more of my time in this. So, I think I was quite fortunate because I got to see it in... Uh, I- my local art house cinema, they were showing oh, it there, right. so I didn't have to, you know, watch it at home and have all the competing distractions to go. Yeah, out. So yeah. I think that was fortunate, I think, in that regard. It's one of those I've, I've hovered over it a couple of times and then sort of found something else that sort of tickled my fancy a bit more, but it's, it's one I definitely want to visit. Yeah, if, you, if you're going to watch it, like put the phone in another room, turn the lights off, just surround yourself by it as, as much as you can. Well, I did that with skin in my rink and I fell asleep, so. <laughs> <laughs> it's more colourful than skin in my rink, so oh, I think that might help. <laughs> well, um, my next one is, uh, well, it it it's, one of only two that were actually in the cinema, um, uh, Redfield. I really enjoyed it. Ooh. I had a great time. Uh, again, I watched this the other day for the first time. But, you know, and I think when, when we talked about it the first time, when Matthew talked about it the first time, it, it's just, you know, it's breezy. It's exactly what you sort of want Nicolas Cage being Dracula being. Um Nicholas Holt is pretty charming in it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 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 kind of funny. I, I I tend to I did find that it missed a little bit, but I really like the over the top gore and to mm. the, and the fact that the gore almost looks like almost fake to a degree. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this was my this dropped off. This was in my number five position until about ten minutes before we started recording. No, no right. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, I really I really enjoyed it. Um I I suppose as a horror film, it's probably only just touching what a horror film is. I mean, yes, there's a lot of gore, but it's also very stupid. But you know, I just had a real good time with it. Um yeah. and I like Nicolas Cage doing his thing. You know, it's fun for him to be playing Dracula, but be still doing his thing, yeah, like that. I uh, mean, for for me, the best part of that film is the fact that he gets into his apartment because he's got he's got a, a welcome, welcome mat. mat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, hilarious. 
Good stuff. Well, it's you then. Okay, so my number four is... I'm not even going to try and pronounce the director's name, but it's uh, it's a film called uh, When Evil Lurks. Ooh. Right. Uh, well, I reckon I've, we will put a pin in that for now because... I've got it on my list. I've got it on mine as well. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> so we'll discuss that then. when the third of us uh, brings it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're back round to you already then. Yeah, and my number three is When Evil Lurks, so... <laughs> Well, we'll back to you, Mark. <laughs> yeah, well, let, let's put a pin in it for now. Yeah, um, my number three is Sarah the Bone Woman. Absolutely fantastic. It's um, Sarah the Bone Woman. Uh, uh, I, I, woman. Yeah, I watched it on uh, Shudder. No, right. Oh, sorry, I should have more information for you. Let me let me just check. It is a Spanish language film. Directed by Michelle Graza Severa. And um, it's essentially about a woman who gets pregnant. But uh, I don't really don't want to spoil it too much. But the sort of general themes of it are that, you know, looking at all what we've had recently about mental health and horror, this is, you know saying that, you know, not all women find it fantastic to be pregnant um, and dealing with the birth and stuff afterwards. So um, there are some really scary horror elements in it. Like the one, you know, there's blink and you miss it stuff. And, uh, you know, it's one of those kind of films where you feel like you've always got to be watching the background, which is a bit tricky when you're reading subtitles. Um, but yeah, I watched it today and it sort of, it blew my socks off. You know, I, I sat and watched the whole thing all the way through without any pauses, which is not like me. Normally I'm up and about and, you know. Yeah. this is, it's one that's on my list as well. And one of the ones that if I had more time in my chaotic life, uh, yeah, I would have, I would have definitely liked to have seen before we put this list together. So yeah. Yeah. We'll make it happen. I think, um, I mean, we, we discussed this in the last episode, I think, really, but I think the the streaming services for horror are really knocking it out of the park at the moment. Mm. Um, you know. Well, what one streaming service? <laughs> like, fine, Shudder's knocking it out of the park. But, yeah, you know, we love Shudder. They've grown and grown over the years. I mean, originally it was just like, you know, look, horror films that, that are available. But now that... Now, you know, the, I think even last year there were some great ones and uh, I remember recommending, oh, what was it called? Uh, the Cat- Deadstream was one. Well Deadstream, Dead which yeah, was fantastic. They distributed Mad God as well. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, big up Shudder on that one, really. But, uh, yeah, so who are we on now? Oh, Peter, number three. Uh, my number three, one of the big hitters from the year, Scream 6. Oh right, I yeah. I loved Scream Six. Um, I know it didn't necessarily get the same amount of love that I I gave it, but I just I just thought it was great. I just thought it was really stripped down. Um, it probably could have done without Courtney Cox in it, but I thought a lot of the set pieces were really great. The opening was just fantastic. Lost it a little bit at the end, but 
for the most part, I thought just thought it was really refreshing. You know, cha- big change of scenery. It wasn't set here in Woodsboro. You know, it it moved the story along, um, and it was just great amount of fun, which is what you want from a screen film. But um, I think it's a shame that uh, we're probably not going to get the Scream Seven that we we could have. But Scream Six for me was was one of the best horror films of the year. Yeah, I mean, I gave it a rewatch the other day and gave it a slightly higher review than I'd uh, than I did when I first seen it. Because um, there are some pretty creative bits in it and some mm. some good deaths, and I've really come round to the uh, uh, um, slashes turning to guns because um, it to me it just breaks so many rules mm. um, that you know. That movie was trying to do really, wasn't it? It was to a, the the killers in that don't give a shit about the movies that just want mm. revenge. So yeah, you know, there is there is something to it. It, I, I, it isn't on my list because um, I, I didn't like it at the time, and it doesn't. I don't know. It just doesn't uh, quite resonate. Would that be a word? It is a word. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think. Matthew enjoyed it slightly more than me, though, didn't you, anyway, at the time? I did. I, I had fun with it, yeah. I think it would probably make my top ten. Uh, it didn't uh, didn't make the, uh, the, the the five, though. But, yeah, I think it was... It, well, yeah, it, it was fun, wasn't it? Simple as that. I think I I like the new cast. They've been there. You know, they've put together some, uh, you know, some good actors, uh, yeah. And they've made good characters from the writing. Uh, there was, yeah, a few bits that say they didn't they were a bit telegraphed, uh, which weren't as uh, you know, were as enjoyable for me as as a lot of the other screen films. Uh, and they they broke my rule, which I was always so smug about. Uh, so that they they lost marks for that too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's by no means perfect, and it's by no means the best of the screen sequels. But yeah, I just, I just really enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun with it. No, I can definitely see how. Well, I mean, I had a good time with it, so I could definitely see how you know a lot of other people did. So, yeah, good, good movie on the whole. Lovely. Well, there you go then, everyone. That was the lovely, delicious first slice of bread. If you if you want to hear what the top two are, then you'll have to sit through this quiz. But don't worry, <laughs> it's interactive, this quiz. We'd love you to play along. Uh, we're going to work on an honesty system. So I will, in the Facebook group, put up a little... Um, tell us your score. And as we did last year, if you get the... If you if you get the top marks, then you'll be able to choose a month for the year. Uh, um, that you'll be able to choose a theme for a month in the year, um, and you'll be welcome to come on and guess that month as many times as you like. In fact, um, and uh, for the runner-up, you can make us do whatever movie you want. Um, yeah, and I've decided if I'm going to throw a t-shirt in yet, but. Maybe I will. 
I might be looking at new T-shirt supplier anyway because the one we've got at the moment is very, very slow. Um, I still don't have mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's coming between what did we say between the nineteenth and the twenty-first? It's coming. Uh, so, but by the time need... the next episode comes out, I should should be looking. Uh, I should be looking dapper and handsome. You need to get you need to get one of them old school iron on kits and like just be producing them in your own home, Mark. Well, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, you, Mark, you've got two kids. Turn them into a you know, turn it into a sweatshop. Sweatshop, sweatshop. Yeah. What an idea! <laughs> they don't do enough work around the house. Could be a, like fucking pocket <laughs> money, pocket <laughs> money tasks. That's like sweatshop rate wages, ain't it? All right, I'll do it. Why not make them work? Uh, anyway, so now we're going to hand over the reins to Peter, who is our quiz master. Hello. <laughs> right, okay. So uh, we're going to do uh, four rounds of five questions. Each round has got a, a loose sort of theme to it. Uh, so if you get a pen and paper ready, we're going to do each round one to five Go through the questions, and then we'll run back, run back through uh, the answers for each round, and get a score from both of you. Okay. All right. I'm Are you very ready? Scared right now. I'm not. I'm going to resist doing a big Michael Buffer. Um, Are you ready? Because uh, I can't really do it. Um, but your first round, so round one, is a classic horror. General knowledge. That okay. And your question one. In the Nightmare on Elm Street series, what nickname is given to Freddy Krueger by the local newspapers? You got answers for that? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I hate this already. Just... (laughs) We'll move on to question two. In the Exorcist franchise, what is the name of the detective played by both Lee J. Cobb and George C. Scott? So this is a character that appeared in the original Exorcist and Exorcist 3. I'm going to say... You've got me already on that one. I have no idea. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, so, question three. In An American Werewolf in London, what is the name of the rural pub in which David and Jack find refuge in the Yorkshire countryside? I... Well, no, my, my other half has this on a T-shirt, so... I will be disappointed not to get it. Question four. In The Shining, what is the name of the head chef? Head chef? Head chef, played by Scatman Crothers. And then finally for this round, your question five. How many times has the character of Hannibal Lecter appeared on film?
and let me know when you're satisfied with it. This, this is theatrical feature films. Theatrical feature films, yeah. Not the TV series or anything like that. No, no, no. Literally theatrical release. That, that one little bit in The Simpsons. <laughs> Are we ready for the answers? Yep. I'm ready. Okay, okay. okay, so question one in Nightmare on Elm Street series, what nickname is given to Freddy Krueger by the local newspapers? Springwood Any. Slasher, is it? He is the Springwood Slasher. Nah, nah see, I, I couldn't remember that one. I was thinking, like, is it was it the papers that called him the bastard son of a hundred maniacs, or was it? No, that was his mother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay. Off to a bad start. The question two in the Exorcist franchise: What is the name of the detective played by both L, uh, Lee J. Cobb and George C. Scott? I didn't know that one. Must admit, it's uh, Detective Kinderman. Did you know that one, Matthew? No, this is going disastrously badly. <laughs> <laughs> Until the next one. Until, Until the, the next, next one. one. Until the next one. So, in American Werewolf, what is the name of the pub that David and Jack uh, find refuge in? It's the Slaughtered Lamp. It is indeed. Did you get that one, Mark? Yes, I did. Okay, and question four in The Shining, what is the name of the head chef played by Scatman Crothers? Halloran. I've written Dick O'Halloran. Was he Dick? He was Dick, but he wasn't O'Halloran. He was Halloran. You've Irish, Irishized him. Oh, I'll have to give myself a little. <laughs> give myself a little. We can both have a point for that. No, oh, lovely. Thank you. Oh, Halloran. Hello there. Yeah, you've got the shining. Oh, yeah. Got the shinnings. Oh, yeah. And uh, then finally, question five. How many times has the character of Hannibal Lecter appeared on film? Oh, I've got five. I think it's probably wrong, but I said four. Well, it goes to Mark. Ah. So what are the, what are the five? Because I, I had Manhunter, Silence of the Lambs, Hannibal, and Red Dragon. Hannibal Rising. Hannibal Rising, yes. Hannibal Ride. Rising, right. Okay. That's prequel-ish. And the worst oh, bunch. It was absolutely pants. That, that was a bad prequel. Okay, so... What score did you want? So you four for that, Mark? Uh Just a taboo. Long way to go for me. Matthew, okay. Okay, so we'll move on to round two, which is entitled Horror of 2023. Oh, dear. <laughs> okay, so here is your question one. Eli Roth's Thanksgiving was released this year, but on which Robert Rodriguez... Quentin Tarantino project did the trailer first appear? The film or like the oh yeah, no. well it's classed it's classed as a project and it had a name. Okay. Well, depending when you saw it, it was probably two films in one. Question two. Scream 6 became the first film in the Scream franchise to take over $100 million at the box office since which other instalment? So basically before 
Scream 6, which was the other instalment that took over $100 million at the box office. Question 3. David Gordon Green continued to delight genre fans with his latest requel, The Exorcist Believer. Oh, we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but what is the name of the follow-up slated for release in April of next year? Well, I'll give you a clue. It starts with The Exorcist. <laughs> the Exorcist, for the love of God, please stop making them. Uh, so, question four. In time travel slasher satire, totally killer... What is the name of the must serial killer stalking the small town of Vernon in 2023 and 1987? I don't know. I've seen that as well. <laughs> and then finally, for question five, in Knock at the Cabin, what role does director M. Night Shyamalan play to fulfil his usual cameo? Just let me know when you're ready and you've locked your answers in. I am, I am ready. <laughs> oh, I didn't do very well there. Okay. Okay, so... Uh, question one, Eli Roth's uh, Facts Giver was released in the, this year, but on which Robert Rodriguez and Quentin Tarantino project did the trailer first appear? It would have had to have been Grindhouse, sure. It certainly was, yes. 2007's Grindhouse. Yay. Which was Planet, Planet Terror and Death Proof. Death Proof, yeah. Mm -hmm. I really like Death Proof. Also, spun off the movie Hobo with a shotgun. And Machete. I think Machete I'm was Machete one of the trailers. It's five kids. Wasn't there another one? No, I'm sure Machete was in that as well. It was, yeah. It was, yeah, but the, the character had already been... Oh, right, I okay, get yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it had already been about in Spy Kids. <laughs> Incredibly. <laughs> So question two, Scream 6 became the first film in the franchise to take over $100 million at the box office uh, since which other instalment? I just guessed Scream, Scream 4. Mm. 4, what did you say, Matthew? Scream 5. Uh, no, you're both wrong. It was Scream 2. Oh. Big cross. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, David Gordon Green, uh, and uh, what's the name of the follow-up to Exorcist the Believer? I think I remembered it. It's Deceiver. Matthew? No, I, I left this one blank out. Just on principle, really. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was Deceiver. Lovely. Uh, and the, so, Totally Killer, the name of the mass serial killer, um, stalking the the small town of Vernon. Either of you get this one? No, no I, I have not seen this film, so I'm... I have and couldn't remember it. <laughs> it was the Sweet Sixteen Killer. Oh yeah, 
It was. Uh, and then five, uh, what role did uh, M. Night Shyamalan play to fulfill his usual cameo in Knock at the Cabin? Uh, he was a TV chef. Oh, I put newsreader. Yes, Matthew is technically right in this. He, he was That's eating right. fried chicken. He, he was so an infomercial. Tips me he, over the edge. He was an infomercial host, but it was set around cooking, so I'll give you that one. Sweet. So I got two. Yeah. The two? Matthew, what did you So far, sitting at a comfortable 40%. (laughs) What did you get in in that round? Uh, I've had two for both rounds now. Two for both. Okay. I do realise my cough cup, because I must... I I think I just assumed it was the worldwide box office for Scream 5. So, listen to the question, Matthew. (laughs) Okay, so we're going to move to our bonus round. Okay, so who would like to go first? I think How maybe... How easy my... is the bonus round? Because I need the well, bonus. Yeah, <laughs> like, well, yeah. We'll let you choose first, because there are four categories to choose from um, in this round. So I'll give you the categories, which are... Friday the 13th, Scream, The Thing, or Aliens. One, I'll, I'll take Scream then, I think. Scream, okay. Yeah. Right, so this is the timed round. You will have around about 30 seconds. I will just prepare my countdown clock. Hopefully this will work. Do you have around about 30 seconds to name... The 10 killers from the Scream franchise. Go. Uh, right. Ah, oh, shit. So it's character rather than actors. Bug. All right. Uh, so Billy Loomis. Uh, now I'm stuck. <laughs> uh, Matthew Lillard. Uh, Timothy Oliphant was in the second. Billy's mum was the other one, but that doesn't count as a name. Uh Julia Roberts's niece and uh, Macaulay Culkin's brother. They were they were the fourth. Uh, That's your thirty. was just one guy. And I can't remember who the guy was. Uh, That's your thirty five. seconds up, Matthew. Ah, bugger. <laughs> I think I I made that one. <laughs> uh, you got well, you got two. I'll give you Billy and Billy Loomis's mum, Mrs. Mrs. Loomis. Is that two, two points? Two points. Oh, well, I'm nothing if not consistent. All right, I'll go. I'll go Friday the thirteenth, but I don't think I'm. Well, gonna... I'll give you. I'll give you the full rundown of. Um, All right. Of the killers from from uh, from Scream. So you had Stu, you had Billy, Stu, of course, Mickey, yeah. Mrs. Lewis, Charlie, Jill, Richie, Amber, Ethan, Quinn, and Detective Bailey. Okay, so Mark, you've gone for Friday the 13th, yeah? Uh Uh-huh. Okay, so you have 30-ish seconds to name. This is including the remake, 
as many final girls from the Friday the 13th series as possible. Go. I don't even remember the first one. I'm just going to have to give up, I think, there, Pia, because... Uh, oh, Trish, maybe? Um, what's the original one called? No, that's it. Trish is all I've got, and I'm not even sure that is one. <laughs> well, you've got one point for that, Trish. Oh, was it, oh excellent. Oh, I can't believe that. That. <laughs> Like my favourite franchise, and my, yeah. brain, my brain went, "No, sorry." Trish is Trish was. Um, uh, oh God, what's his name in uh, Chapter Four or Part Four? She was uh, Corey Feldman. First one was Alice, wasn't it? Yeah. So you've got Alice, you've got Ginny, you've got Christine, you've got Trish, you've got Pam, you've got Tina, Megan, Rennie, Jessica, and Whitney. Oh, I nearly said Pam as well. Oh well. Um... It is what it is. Well, there you go. You've, you've, I don't you've, claim to be a genius. You've won that round, Matthew. Yeah, we got two points. Well, <laughs> consistency will will get you through. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're on to round three, which is entitled Christmas Horror. Okay. So, question one. In Gremlins from 1984, what is the name of the town in which the eponymous creatures run riot? Question two. Which one of these is not a real Christmas horror movie? So I'm going to give you four titles and one of them is not a Christmas themed horror movie. Cannibal Claus, The Night the Reindeer Died, Santa Claus versus the Devil, and Good Tidings. Have you got an answer for that? that Would you like me to repeat them? (laughs) Did you go through them again? Sorry. I... I certainly can, yes. So... Uh, you've got Cannibal Claus, The Night the Reindeer Died, Santa Claus versus the Devil, and Good Tidings. We've both got answers for that. Yeah. Okay. So question three, excluding the remake, so we're not counting that, how many films are there in the Silent Night, Deadly Night franchise. No idea. Question four. In Tim Burton's A Nightmare Before Christmas, what is the name of Jack Skellington's ghostly dog? And then finally, your last question for this round. Which 1974 holiday horror is often cited as being the first modern slasher movie? Uh, Sorry, could you repeat that one? Yeah, which 1974 holiday horror 
is often cited as being the first modern slasher movie. I think we will have no excuse not to know this. <laughs> because actually, what year was it? Listeners will know that that was the last episode. <laughs> what year did you say? Nineteen seventy-four. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm writing the wrong answer down. I hope so. You're making me nervous now. No, I, 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 I've I'm got pretty it. sure it is. I've got it. No, I've got it. My, 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 my brain heard 1978. All right. Okay. Okay. So brain. your answer. So, uh, in Gremlins, uh, what is the name of the town in which, uh, the Gremlins run riot? Kingston Falls. Kingston Falls. Yep. It is. Uh, that's yep. what I've got. Uh, which of these is not a real Christmas horror movie? Cannibal Claws, The Night the Reindeer Died, Santa Claus versus the Devil, and Good Tidings. I guessed Good Tidings. So, Matthew? I think, for reasons that will become apparent later, I was looking at as many versus movies as I could the other day. I don't remember seeing Santa Claus versus the Devil. You are both wrong. Damn it. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I've heard mention that this, that, and the reason is, well, the answer is the night the reindeer died. Right. The reason for that is because I'm, I'm sure you guys have mentioned how much you love the movie Scrooged. It may yes. have been. A, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The Night the Reindeer Died is the is the film starring Lee Majors at the start of the film. Yeah, you're right. So there you go. So there is an actual cannibal clause. There is Santa Claus versus the devil. And there is a good tidings. So seek them out. Good uh, tidings sounds a bit boring. I think that, I thought <laughs> that was the one that you were you were trying to hook us with. <laughs> Um, okay, so stick. so question three, excluding the remake, how many films are there in the Silent Night, Deadly Night franchise? Guessed again at four. I guessed at six. If only you'd have gone for the middle ground, it's five. Oh, oh the, so close between us. You've got the original, you've got part two, you've got part three, better watch out, part four, initiation, and part five, the toy maker. Okay, so well, at least one thing is that I know I've got one of the next two right, so I'm, I'm, <laughs> I can just uh, skip the next one. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, the name of Jack Skellington's dog in Nightmare Before Christmas? Zero. Yeah, I've got zero as well. It is, yes. Yeah, yeah. Sweet. Uh, and I'm hoping you both got Black Christmas for question five. We do. <laughs> yes, yeah. Three. Yeah. So three. And Matthew? I got three as well. Breaking the breaking tradition. All to play for. So it is literally. So we are at... There's about a point in it, I think. Yeah, three, five, seven, six. Yeah, pretty much a point in it. On to our last round. Which is... Uh, round four, and this is horror movie taglines. So I'm going to give you five taglines from horror movies, and I need you to tell me which film they are from. Uh, so number one, 
be afraid, be very afraid. Question two. To avoid fainting, keep repeating. It's only a movie. It's only a movie. Number three. You'll be damned. Question four. This time... It's personal. And then number five. Just because you're invited doesn't mean you're welcome. And that's your five. Have you locked in your answers for those ones? Why? Uh, could you just repeat number three for me? Number three, you'll be damned. You'll be damned, yeah, I'll struggle with that. Nah, go on, I'll, I'll, I'll take the hit on that then. Okie dokie, so your answers to question one, uh, be afraid, be very afraid. Fly. Yeah, I have that as well. Is it the fly, yes. Uh, number two, to avoid fainting, keep repeating, it's only a movie. It's only a movie. I think That's... that was the last house on the left, wasn't it? It was indeed, yeah. Uh, number three, you'll be damned. No, I've, I've got no for this one. No, me neither. It's the 2014 classic, Zombievers. <laughs> oh, I heard Perfect. you say it the other day on a podcast I was listening to too. Uh, I mean, it could be a Christmas film as well. Really, gonna you'll you'll be damned. But there we go. It's not been selected for that. Uh, number four. Uh, this time it's personal. I really hope it's Jaws four, but I'm not sure if it is. Yeah, I've got I've got Jaws the Revenge. I think I think that's the fourth one. But I put I have written Jaws the Revenge, but I didn't know. It is Jaws the Revenge. An underrated gem. <laughs> <laughs> uh finally five, just because you're invited doesn't mean you're welcome. But it is get out. It certainly is, yes. Yep, I got that one. I'm getting the hang of this now. Yeah, you 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 on the last round. I'm improving every round. <laughs> You're flying. Okay. More questions I know the answers to, please, Pete. Okay. <laughs> well, that's it. That's the last question. Mark, that's, right? your four, that's your four rounds. What did what was your score for that one, Mark? Uh, four. I think uh, I... Yeah, I also got four. Okay. So I leave it to you guys. We can either do one more bonus round each, or we can call it a day. I feel like I might lose my point advantage on the on the bonus round. Um, but yeah, I, I I I don't mind dicing with death. What do you think, Matthew? I'll go on. I I don't. I'm not confident on the bonus round. So yeah, let's let's do it. 
Yeah, why? Well, I mean, I've got, I've, I, I need, I need it to win, though, don't I? So you do, you do, and I know it's crap on my one. So, well, I was crap on mine too, to be fair. So let's just tell it be totals so six. Yeah, so Mark's on fourteen at the moment. Matthew's on thirteen. So, as Matthew is trailing, you get the pick of the thing or aliens. See, this is where I'm struggling. Because you're saying aliens, aliens. And I don't know the franchise as well as I know the first film. Okay. So I think I would. I may struggle with that. But I know Alien much better than I know the thing. <laughs> so this is this is yeah, a tough it's, predicament. It's definitely it's definitely more of a really question. what would Mark know better? Oh, tactical. Yeah, I think I'm I think I'm gonna go for the thing. The thing, okay. This could be tough. Okay, so you've got 30-ish seconds to name as many members of the Antarctic team uh, in the thing as possible. Is this uh, characters or... Character names, character names. Go. Okay, so McCreepy Day. Uh, uh, Childs. What was Wilfred Brimley's character? <laughs> Oh, uh, he was a. I'll see. <laughs> Doctor something. No, I, th I think I'm. I think I've just got the two. I think I'm. That's stuck. your time. That's your time yeah. up. So you could have had. So you got McCready and you got Child. So you got two points. Uh, but you could oh, have really? had, you could have had Blair, Knowles, Palmer, Copper, Bennings, Clark, Norris, Booch, Gary, and Windows. They were all of your options. You could have done better there. Okay, so that leaves aliens. Oh, really, I could have just said the thing, and I would have covered all of them except yeah, part of the team. Well, I suppose <laughs> technically that would be a technicality. Yeah. Uh, so that well, leaves... I was smart enough to think of that in the first those seconds. <laughs> uh, so that leaves aliens for you, Mark. Are you ready? Well, no, not really. I think I'm about to lose my lead, but okay. Okay. So you have 30-ish seconds to name as many of the colonial marines in Aliens as possible. Uh, Hicks. Um... Hudson, I think. Or Woman Long Hall. Oh, Vasquez. Um, uh, oh, yes, yeah, Spunkmeyer, I think. <laughs> That's your 30 seconds. <laughs> So you got he ran away with it. Four. Yes, he, all he of didn't those even answers. Need Bishop. 
Well, he's not Bishop, a Marine. Yeah, Bishop wasn't a Marine, otherwise I could have had Ripley and you. So oh, you could yeah. so you got Hicks, you got Hudson, you got Vasquez, and you got Spunk Meyer. Uh you could have also had Drake, Apone, Gorman, Frost, Crow, Vabowski, Dietrich, and Farrow. Yeah, the fact that those four names were in my head was 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 something. <laughs> oh, and I'm surprised I got any. You, you don't forget a name like Spunk my idea, though, let's be honest. <laughs> uh, but that put you well into the lead, and that finished us up with Mark with 18 points and Matthew with 15 points. So congratulations, well, Mark. Congratulations, Mark. Thoroughly deserved. Oh, thank you. Well, I mean, I, I don't... We don't win anything, really, do we? We we win the respect of our peers, or, or maybe we don't actually. <laughs> don't well, I, yeah, I think we've lost respect of any. <laughs> we've lost the respect of our peers now. But yeah, everybody, uh, you know, we are going to run an, an honesty system. Um, what do you think about including the bonus rounds for people? Um, well, no, we can't really do it, can we? Um, no, I, I think you base it on the four because it's yes. timed and yeah. So uh, everyone answer the questions out of the four. Uh, yeah. Top top one will get a month to uh, themselves. They'll be able to choose what films me and Matthew have to watch. Um, I'm not sure how long we're going to be able to do this for because I feel like they're filling up. Um, but what what which ones have we got so far? We've got I have to February, uh, I have September, February. Yeah, a full, uh, fool's gold or April Fool or something. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. Um, and this week, uh, this year, Peter is going to fill up a month for us as as a, a as a lovely thank you from us for putting this quiz together. So, uh, do you want to tell us what 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 we're going to be doing? Yes, well, I thought, you know, since I'm from the Movie Jewel podcast, I thought I'd put that uh, uh, little spin on on a, on a, on a month uh, of films for you guys and uh, went with a, a March Madness kind of theme, so a little tournamenty type of, uh, of, of thing. And I went with a horror movie showdown, so basically movies that are a versus kind of thing well you'll be pleased to know Peter that we already have assigned you uh, a, a movie for you to, to join us on while we do this <laughs> I hope you it's the are, one that I think you're going to be with us for the, the seminal the classic pro wrestlers versus zombies yes well so. you're actually welcome to come on any of those episodes because um, I want to do that ring versus grudge one because I'm so curious to figure out how how they decided that was going to. All I can think of is that the girl from the Grudge watches the videotape. That's all I can think of. Yeah, uh, but uh, Grudge is a little boy, right? I thought it was a, a there's girl. Two, yeah, yeah. There's a boy and a girl, but definitely in that film, it's the girl because it's actually called Sadako versus. Ah, I can't remember what the other. One. I think they'd be friends. Who too? Well, they're obviously not. Maybe it's yeah. like, hey, I, I've got the, uh, I've got the the groaning blackhead gimme. Choose your own thing, hello. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't know. 
Maybe yeah, someone lives it's... in that house and then watches the videotape and it's like, uh, oh, who's going to get there first? Mm. I can't wait to see it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And Bill Pullman looking all surly. Well, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. That'll be fun. Um, that will be fun. Obviously, we're excluding Freddy versus Jason for that because that should be September sleepover, shouldn't it? Obviously, yeah, we're going to get to that. Um, yeah, we've we've got the wonderful uh, coincidence that next September has a Friday the thirteenth. Yes, so we'll be we'll be covering Freddy versus Jason that week. The modern classic that is Freddy versus Jason. Will we? What in September? Oh yeah, September sleepover. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't even know my own themes. <laughs> right, well, um, do you know what, Peter? I think you should get your plugs in here so people can't turn off. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. Check me out on the Movie Tour podcast. Uh, you will uh, see that we pick uh, a subject that's based around films and then myself and one of my co-hosts, we each pick a film that's based around um that uh, that subject and sort of battle it out to see which one is the best um you can find us on all the usual platforms um all the podcasting stations and you can find us on facebook on instagram on uh x and on threads at movie pod and you can email us at movie podcast at gmail.com and you will also find an episode with uh, matthew in which he joined me for one of our quick draw episodes um and in the future you will find uh, an episode of quick draw featuring mark yes yes i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna come along and spout whatever it is i spout uh, I'm, i don't know what's wrong with me um right so let's get into these uh these final ones uh the last two our best two horror movies of 2023 Although I would like to add, before we get into it, that I think if I had seen Godzilla Minus One by now, it probably would have made it in. Um, but sadly, we seem to be getting it a bit later than everyone else. Uh, yeah, it is a bit annoying, isn't it? I've got, to, well, at the time of recording, I'm seeing it on Friday. So. Me yeah, me too. Yeah, I've not seen it yet. No, but probably would have been in there, so uh, shout out to that. Right, anyway, so let's go back where we were. So Matthew started first, so you can get into number two. Yeah, I think, well, I hope that this is one that uh, that we won't be discussing just yet because it'll be on your list too. Uh, so my number two is Evil Dead Rise. As it is mine. Okay, nice and easy. Is it, is it on your list, Peter? No, you it's not. It's not on my list now. It did make Let's it. talk about it then. <laughs> well, we did a whole episode. Was it a bonus episode we did on it? We did, yeah. I remember recording it uh, on a Saturday evening uh, from my living room rather than the, the usual podcast setup. I was having a relaxed night that night. Wow. Uh, but yeah, it, the biggest compliment I can pay Evil Dead Rise is that it is very much an Evil Dead film. Yes, yeah, it took us a bit. Well, I don't know if it did take us by surprise, really, because it was looking good. Um, but yeah, 
I, I loved it. I've, I've, I've given it a rewatch. Um, I think everything is we said about it in the office. In the office, were we in an office? No, in the episode. Um, still stands true. You know, it's deliciously violent. It's creepy. It's fun to a degree. Mm-hmm. Like you said, Matthew, it's an Evil Dead film, isn't it? You know. Yeah. It. I like. I. I really did love it, and and it's like like what Pete said earlier about Scream as well. It takes it to a new place as well, which is great. Yeah. Um, I mean, because Evil Dead's always been cabins or medieval England, so I mean that's. <laughs> I mean, there's quite a few places you can play with there. So yeah, it was good to see that it, it did get a new location, but still, you know, it still maintained those. The, that feeling of how the location plays with you know with sort of the the trapped nature in a big area, which I think is quite crucial to the horror of uh, Evil Dead. Mm. Yeah, a great cast, great performances, and just just absolutely top draw hair and makeup. Uh, it never will get nominated for it, but it really should be in the Oscar running in that category. Uh, just yeah, sensational. Loved that film. Yeah, I feel, agreed. I feel very much like I should just sort of point out why this isn't in my top five because it was to a point it was going to be in there, but um, I fell asleep during it, <laughs> which is is quite a common thing for films with me at the moment. But I just I always see that as a signal as it it hasn't quite gripped me, and I didn't fall asleep for any of these other films that were in my top five. Um, and I was really disappointed that Bruce Campbell wasn't in it. He was. Well, he was. Yeah, but he wasn't. <laughs> but and he slept through it. I think it's that. It's. I think it. You know, I've heard sort of root or or talk that he, you know, he wants to sort of distance himself from that um, that role a little bit, and I don't see why he wasn't in it because he made. Um, made some crap this year or stuff that looks a bit crap like I think it's called Black Friday I'm just thinking you're going to make films like that but why couldn't why couldn't you have been in Evil Dead Rise because Evil Dead I think the problem for better or for worse that... Evil Dead is Bruce Campbell and I know you know that the, uh, the 2013 remake has, has, has got its, its own sort of fans and that and it is a good film but I think Evil Dead is it should always be Bruce Campbell. Oh, I don't know if I can agree with that one. I think no, I think the problem that you have with with trying to put Bruce Campbell in it would be that you you wouldn't be able to to do it in the location that they've set because it. Yeah, but I think you could because I think you get you know you get that there's this this thing that's been buried at the bottom of this building. All you need to do is you need to make Ash the caretaker of that building and he's buried the Book of the Dead in the bottom of this building to hide it and keep it away from everybody else. And then he pops up in the last third of the film as the caretaker of the building and he's like, you know, this shouldn't have happened and starts kicking ass. Yeah, I don't... I just... uh, I think he would just take away from the tone of this film. Yeah, Um, that feels a bit Marvel to me. Hear yeah. a bro swooping in at the end, and I think it's—I I think what what 
what I loved about the new Evil Dead, uh, uh, as the little girl especially in it, she got so much sympathy from me, and I really, really supported that kid. And you know, then the the aunt who was, you know, the the Ash surrogate for the film, like protecting her. Like I was really rooting for these characters, and like I'm. Like I wanted them to to save themselves and fight through it, and I was I was thrilled that they did. And like, really, I wouldn't be all that bothered if we never saw them again. And you know, the next Evil Dead film kind of feels like another, you know, anthology installment. Uh, but yeah, I, I I I don't think it I don't think it suffered for not having Ash. I think it I would have felt differently had the remake from. 2010 not uh, or 2013 or whatever it was if that hadn't been there i think i'd have felt differently about it uh because we kind of settled into evil dead films without ash it wasn't as jarring okay yeah so basically you were on on that one peter so <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. you literally do peter a film podcast where two people battle and you never get as as shirty as Mark just did then. I know. <laughs> no, I must admit, I was thinking that when I was listening to the the other day. Both, <laughs> both people are going, yes, it's a wonderful choice. <laughs> <laughs> you should be like, no, fuck your film. There are video series where there's a punch up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how you win. <laughs> Um, no, so I guess it's your number two, then, Pete. Okay, so my number two for 2023 is Talk To Me. Ah! I'm guessing this didn't appear on anyone else's list. Uh, it's it's going to come up on mine. Okay. (laughs) Moving on, then. (laughs) Has that come back round to me, then, for my number one? Because that's good timing, if it has. Yes, I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My number one is talk to me. Because, Yay! Uh, I I love controversy, and I know Mark didn't care for it too much. <laughs> no, I, I, I've I've been sitting on this film just ever since it came out, thinking about it very, very regularly, and it's it's just really horrible. <laughs> it's relentlessly miserable and like it's it's properly properly horror Mm -hmm. you know horror and horrible on an emotional level and it's like this shouldn't be something to be enjoyed and yet here we are saying it's well here i am saying it's my my favorite horror film of the year my my favorite film of the year full stop it's just sensational, and yeah, I, I I loved it so much. I think for me, if I, the way, best way I could describe it, to somebody was that it's it's not wholly original, but it feels very fresh, and just in 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 terms of the the tone and the way that it's filmed, and just the, some of the scenes, particularly. There's the scene where um, he, the the kid who's possessed, and in the hospital, and they're in the the sort of the, the bathroom setting, and he just starts to 
continuously, you know, just beat himself up is just completely horrific and just really, really bothered me. Um, unlike any most horror films of this year, I just thought it was it was just brutal and it was just nasty in places. It didn't relent um, in in some of the horrific, you know, the, the most sort of weirdly horrific sort of snippets of horror that you got. Um, reminded me of Event Horizon, which I think has been thrown at this this sort of film, and I would like to have seen a little bit more of that. But for me, it was just a lot of fun. It was freaky. I wouldn't say it was completely scary, um, but it did it did really affect me. I suppose is the right way of putting it. Yeah, it's like from it was a film that has a, a real mean streak and a real cruelty about it but it does it in a sense whereas it 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 understands that the you know the cruelty and stuff that it's showing comes from a real and a natural place and it's always portrayed as being unfair mm-hmm. and so it's it's sympathetic to its characters and to the you know to the people involved and and the, the traumas in it, although you're know, set on this, uh, your know, possession-based, your know, spooky bullshit nonsense thing, mm-hmm. is is the traumas very, very human and very real. And I yeah. think it, it felt understands that. So, mm-hmm. is it's on the side of its characters despite the fact that it's doing these awful things to them. Yeah, and it, it's a very hard line to to get right is that because you know we see a lot of horror movies that are just just mean-spirited and unpleasant and while this you know is that it does it in the right way yeah so now we'll just let mark shit on it because we know he didn't like it (laughs) (laughs) no i'm 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 not gonna i'm not gonna do that i don't like it but i don't think i don't think i need to say anything about it really it's this is our top favourite list, so I'm not going to shit on anyone's thing. Um, so, well, we'll round to my number one then, uh, which you guys had in a different position. So it's When Evil Lurks. Oh, yes. Yeah. Which we have yet to talk about. Um, yeah, I, I really actually say think about it. we should volunteer this for our first episode of the year in... Uh, 2023. Well, we we could do, but 24 think... even to this year's 2023. We could do, but I think we're doing eyes without a face first. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I think we've already organised eyes without a face with a with a very special guest. Um, but you know, every guest is very special, so it's it's not like it's anyone famous. You know what I mean? Uh, but no. Uh, the only thing about this is I'm not sure how many people have seen it and whether I really want to talk about it too much. Mm. Um, what I will say is I found it very surprising. I thought it was original. Um, and it just, I just, well, I wouldn't say I enjoyed it because it's a bit like 
what Matthew was saying about Talk to Me, it's just not a nice film, really. No, it's not. It's very nihilistic. Yeah. Very. But it is, it's got some very, I just found it very disturbing, very, very disturbing. Yeah. It's certainly one of those films that you, that you generally say to people, look, don't look anything up about it before Mm -hmm. you watch it. Just yeah. go in, watch it blind, watch it blind, and see how you feel about it. Because you know, I think as soon as you start pulling bits of the plot apart, then uh, yeah, you know, it just it just loses its uh, so. Yeah, we will cover that next year. Um, mm-hmm. Early do- early doors, we'll get that. And if you want to come back on and talk about it with us, P, you're more than welcome to. Because um, you know, I think if we've all enjoyed it, it's certainly going to be worth a chat. Um, but I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm not gonna go about it too much. I mean, unless you guys have got thoughts. Well, I, w- I would like to just draw attention to the fact that we've we've both put possession movies as as our number ones, uh, but both have done really interesting things with like the mechanics of possession and and how it works. Just to really, you know, again make make the the threats different and play with. So I think I'm just a strange coincidence, but something I, I enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we, yeah, we'll, we'll keep quiet about just how, but, uh, yeah, it's, yeah. I'll save my other stuff for when we do the film proper. So uh, we've had two good, well, you two have had two good possession movies and one really bad one. Fucking Exorcist. That Exorcist film was so bad. I wonder if we should have put together a worst of 2023, because it would have been an easier list. Uh, <laughs> anyway, Peter, number one. What you got? Uh, my number one is Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. You're a liar. I am a liar, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, so, well, it's a bit of a technicality because it was released here. Uh, this oh, year. yes, you did tell me. <laughs> um, and that is uh, is Pearl. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I would have had Pearl in my top five, uh, for sure. Uh, but because I did see it in 2022, <laughs> uh, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't count it uh, for myself. But, yeah, fantastic film. I mean, it was just—it was just brilliant, absolutely brilliant. I think it's an absolute travesty that um, that Mia Goth was not nominated for for any of the big awards for that film. Um, the fact that the film was written in about two weeks during lockdown while they were waiting to make X is just just inconceivable, um, and that this film was made in that in such a, a short turnaround. It's just—it's just brilliant. It's just almost perfect i mean you take a film like x which is you know a very traditional slasher with an edge um it's got its own sort of um you know storyline that maybe sort of takes it in a little bit little bit more of a a different direction than than your average slasher but then to have this as a follow-up stroke prequel and it's just a completely different film that is about one person's obsession with getting off getting away from her humdrum life and becoming famous and just being absolutely batshit crazy and everything that comes along with it 
it's it's an almost flawless film. I mean, it looks like something that was made in the you know in the thirties and the forties. Um, and Mirkoff is just absolutely perfect, absolutely stunning in this film. Yeah, yeah. Well, we did the episode for it, and it was we were we were both in agreement that it was an absolute, absolutely fantastic. And I am so excited for Maxine. I think they released a couple of stills for the follow up um, this week, and yeah, that I cannot wait for that. Yeah, it looks all right. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that one too. Um, yeah, because I thought Pearl gave me what I did, what I wasn't getting out of X, which was she's really scary in that film when 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 she finally turns. Um, whereas I just found X to be like, well, I've said it a million times before, but I enjoyed the sort of initial bit, but I didn't like it when it went a bit of horror. Yeah, <laughs> and I've never wanted to be a scarecrow so much in my life. <laughs> oh filth filth on the podcast i can't believe it uh well yeah well there you go we've done it we've we've, we've achieved i think i probably should give an honorable mention to thanksgiving um you know just like when i was talking about um it's a wonderful knife it's not doing anything new for slasher films um, in the slightest, but um, you know, it was just, it was just, it was just good, you know. Like slasher films made well are still good slasher films, you know. Mm. So, we died it. Thanksgiving was was worth was worth it. It was is worth a watch, and you'll be pleased to know, Matthew. I'm going to spoil this movie for you. Um, <laughs> well, maybe I yeah. I to be honest, I. I I mean, with with what you're saying about it sort of being the film that you expect, I yeah, I, I don't really mind if you spoil it for me too much. But all right, well, well that's it, probably one I'll try and watch around Thanksgiving next year because <laughs> what, I'll, what I'll say then is is in that one they followed your scream rule. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, so that's a big spoiler, actually. <laughs> Well, I mean, for me, there was only a couple of of sort of also rounds for me, which was Cobweb, which wasn't as good as a, everybody sort of said it was, and uh, VHS 84. Oh, I meant to watch VHS 84, but I started it, and I was just like, uh, <laughs> and, and didn't watch it. But I probably would have enjoyed it. I've enjoyed most of them. Uh, yeah, I would say I enjoyed... Uh, the last voyage of the meter as well. I think it it occupied a space that I enjoyed, just with a nice, fun, uh, you know, an interesting take on a on a classic. Well, to to maybe mini Joe with you there, I thought that was boring as fuck. I think it gets a bit repetitive, <laughs> uh, but I think on the whole, it it looks quite good, and it's yeah, you know, it's got some it's got some interesting stuff going. Well, it, for sure, it's half an hour too long, but. Yeah, there's a there's a lot to like in it, I think. Yeah. Oh, actually, I think uh, No One Will Save You was pretty damn good as well. Um, yeah, I think Lost Me lost me towards the end, that one. But yeah, the, uh, a lot exactly, of it is very good. Exactly the same. Until it gets it's the end, it's um, it's really good. So, yeah, that one was a good one. So, yeah, there are there were some movies that came out this year, but 
I'd have struggled to put an actual top ten together. There were movies that I enjoyed, but I wouldn't say they were amazing, you know. But anyway, we're we're running, we're running and running. I don't know what that even means. <laughs> um, so let's go home then. Uh, don't forget to check out the Movie Jewel podcast with Peter. Uh, it is actually a really good podcast, probably a little bit better than this one. Um, <laughs> ah, I, I right. disagree. I disagree. Matthew agrees. Matthew agrees with me on that one. Yeah, exactly. The, the episode that I was on specifically. Oh, the episode that that Matthew was on was epic. Um, he said all kinds of things on that, you know, controversial things and mm. interesting facts and whatever else you want from a podcast. He was humorous and clever. That's all you want, really. Um, so yeah, go check that out. And then while you're checking that out, go check out some of the other ones. Um, there's some lovely horror ones on there. Uh, Worst horror remake. Um, which was good. I enjoyed that episode a lot. In fact, I enjoy them all a lot. Um, yeah. We're selling your podcast now. Fuck you know. And also, don't forget us. We're we're good. <laughs> you know, if you like horror movie podcasts, go listen to us. Uh, I mean, you already are listening to. Uh, let's just go home. You've got your sandwich now. Piss off. <laughs> right. Bye. 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 Bye.